Hi, I'm Alex, and this is Six Seasons of Podcast. I'm doing it a little differently this week. I've got a video, but at this point, I'll have to cut that out because no one will see that video. Um, this podcast is <laughs> dedicated to having conversations with writers and crew, and, and I've done some conversations with some cast. But one of the things I really love doing is having conversations with fans and my fellow podcasters of the hit comedy community. So this week, I have three people joining me from the Welcome to Greendale podcast. Sadia, Michael, and Jillian, welcome to Six Seasons and a Podcast. Hi. Yeah. Well, Thank you so thank much you for, for having, having us. us. Yes. <laughs> Everyone talk at once. I interviewed Joel McHale last week, and he was like, yeah, yay, claps claps like, like, and i was like yeah sorry there's no f- i don't have fanfare I, it's not that kind of podcast where i have uh you know uh, a sound machine or anything like that oh we don't either we do that <laughs> we yes i am the sound machine <laughs> nice <laughs> us yelling the beer, 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 nice. at each other nice uh, so let's just st- uh, start it off this has uh, been um tumultuous times with i mean covid was bad enough um you know <laughs> that, um Oof let alone um, some of the other things going on. You guys, how are you doing? It's a big question, but... That is yeah. a big question. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... It, the the more appropriate question is, how are we doing today? Yeah. How are we doing right now? Yeah. It just literally depends on the day. Yeah. Mm. The hour. Um, we, uh, uh... I'm not even going to say we, obviously. I have had some hard days. I've had some uh, terrible days, Mm. Um, but I've had some good conversations. Um, I've seen a lot of people having some really hard conversations with each other. I've had some really hard conversations with people. So, uh, yeah, how I'm doing is a minute by minute thing. It's if I'm, you know. If I'm sitting in comatosing and watching TV, if I'm, uh, you know, playing with my daughter or uh, arguing with someone online or or trying to think about what to do next um, or panicking about having to go to the store, uh, you know, it's it's minute by minute. I, uh, you know, I'm in a different boat than Sidia and Michael. It's not, still not an easy boat, because for a lot of us, this is not an easy time, but we obviously, I obviously don't have the same um, fear of my person and um, the, the weight that Sidia and Michael have to have not have to shouldn't have to but have um so it's kind of been one of those things uh where i'm kind of just trying to be a support system right now do what i can Mm. (sighs) how about you sadia i am (laughs) that's that's kind of the only response i can give people these days Today I woke up, um, I went for a walk, which is um, better than I did yesterday because I didn't feel comfortable doing that or safe, but this morning I did it, 
so it's I guess technically already better. We took um, this our, our last recording session. We just talked about what was going on. We talked about how we were feeling, and it was good. It was um, certainly something that I needed. Certainly, some things that I needed to say and get off my chest. Um, and just the act of sitting at the table with these two and talking about it helped. So that's something. <laughs> yeah. Do you think we should be making podcasts and talking about all these fun things when we're dealing with all of these things as a nation? I think we have to. Okay. It can't all be heavy. If all we're doing is sitting in the heavy, it's gonna eventually pin you to the floor. It's also important, even in periods of strife and even in moments where we are working towards better and fighting for better, it's just as important to remember the things that are good, the things that we have that get us through the hard days and get us to come to the table with people who are not like us, who do not have the same backgrounds of us. It's why pop, it's why pop culture is so important. Mm. It is our co collective imagination. Mm. It's our shared language. You know, I don't, have to even share physical language with you for you and I to both connect over community or Star Wars or any number of other pop culture things. I think that's important. It's, it's one of the languages in the world that makes us all the same. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think... I think making podcasts is still important. And I think particularly fandom is still important because not even just the concept of making art or television or movies or, or any of that sort of stuff, but connecting fans of arts and television and movies and all these sorts of things is just as important. And podcasts do that. Fans getting together to talk about these shows in a way that connects other fans is just, like sometimes just as important as the television show itself. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it continues to spread the TV show. Who knows how many people are now be into community because of all the podcasts that sprung up. Because it's not like community hasn't been around for 10 years. <laughs> but there's been a serious insurgence yeah. recently of people discovering it and watching it. And yeah, access to it on Netflix is one thing. But all these podcasts had popped up and started talking well before they dropped it on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And the interest was there. People were really rediscovering it and, re and coming back to it and connecting through it. Um, 
I think that's important right now. Yeah. I think podcasts are one of those things that it has a huge social aspect to it, but it's still entertainment. It's still art. And one of my favorite things about theater and about community even is that when you're watching it, there are callbacks to what's happening in that time. And I think we can't create art that doesn't reflect what people are going through. I think that's very essential. Yeah, yeah. We can't cool. act like a time period doesn't exist and just because it's hard doesn't mean we have to, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't stop putting good things out into the world. Right. I hate the idea of listening to this 20 years from now and not being able to tell that I was in pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And particularly, even more so than the TV shows themselves, podcasts are going to be historical documents of this period of time. Because it doesn't matter what podcast you're listening to, they are able to respond to the world outside of them um, and try and make sense of it as people, right? Not as idealized characters on screen but as like Michael Jillian Alex Sadia like it's us we live in this world not the fictionalized version on TV but the real world and we're responding to it and in a way that really does feel genuine it it it's a connection directly to the fans and to the people who listen and I think going back in the future and listening to that stuff I mean, <laughs> this is the new version of the Keats Journal. <laughs> like, these are our historical documents. This is what we're leaving behind for the aliens. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> they won't know. Welcome <laughs> to Greendale. <laughs> the, they're not going to understand it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Like they, they're you do. You, <laughs> so some aliens gonna find the podcast and go, okay, this is the thing they listen to, and then people are gonna like other aliens are gonna be like, oh, but like, okay, but the entire mystery of what a television show is is unlocked in the <laughs> podcast, so they're gonna be, the context won't be. I don't understand. <laughs> Has she wrinkled your brain? I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't get... My emotions. Uh, I don't get to do this that often. I mean, I get to laugh with another person sometimes. Uh, but I don't get the... the, the I really love the, the, the three-way jokes and... Uh, it's pretty awesome. I, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm going like, oh, man, I, I have a joke in my head. And maybe the person laughs. I tried to make those jokes to like Joel, and it was like, "Oh, he's he's heard every joke." Like, I, I, I can't. I'm like, I, I've I've made a fool of myself more than you n- need to know. Just you can tell us your jokes. This is a no, safe it's just, space. It's just, it's just, it is. Okay. You guys, I am dying. The just, idea of you sitting with Jeff Winger trying to make a joke, and he yeah. doesn't laugh. <laughs> no. 
I, I didn't say he didn't laugh. I just said like, he was just <laughs> oh, like no. you know, you know. It's so Jeff Winger. <laughs> uh, this is this is me laughing yeah. at him, yeah. not you. Oh, okay, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 it's I, fine. You can laugh at me. I'm I'm, I'm a safe I have target. To do, You're funny. I have to do a lot of editing, not so much around like flubs or mistakes in our episodes, but where I'm like. We're not talking about the episode anymore. This is now a 30-minute <laughs> yeah. diversion. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. We go off on random <laughs> tangents. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't started talking about um, high school cafeteria breakfast yet. We just got here. We just here. talked about aliens. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll the real there. tangent is, is coming. Comp- <laughs> Um, so I, maybe I'll move on then with uh, <laughs> with my next question from aliens. Um, how will aliens look back at us? God, that's a stupid way to pr- premise this joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's a. I'm sorry. It's a serious question, and I was gonna make it lead it with a joke. Um, but so no, yeah, my question for you right now is: You said I'm sorry and turned away from us as if but it, brought but you, the camera with you. You brought the phone oh, with shit. you. You turned away from the mic, but you not saw, us. You saw my tears. <laughs> it was really silly. Alex, what were you trying to ask us? Yeah, I was trying to ask what do, What do you think the aliens going to look back and go like? Oh, this is how they self-cared, and you know, so that was a dumb way of approaching it. As I was trying to lead in with, you know, dot the lines. Um, no, but yeah. like, so how do how do you take care of yourself? You know, for me, Rick and Morty was, makes me laugh. Community makes me laugh, and that's that's really helpful way to, uh, you know, uh, keep my spirits <laughs> up. But you know, how are you guys you know, doing that? What's hilarious is we were just talking about Rick and Morty the last time we recorded. Um, as a form of like escape from all this, yeah, like like emotional dessert. Because mm. Michael's been using it as emotional dessert. I didn't say emotional dessert. What I said is Rick and Morty is in a box of TV shows that I can look at as like TV candy, meaning I can throw them on the background, I can sit on the couch, and I can sort <laughs> of veg out and play a game on my phone and not think for a little while and Sadia had the problem with it that Rick and Morty is hyper nihilistic and it's about a bunch of stuff and I'm like yeah when I feel like thinking about that (laughs) but if I don't it's about a dude who yells at his grandson (laughs) and farts like I don't know yeah (laughs) I think it can be both yeah, it could be both. Yeah. It is, yeah. it right? Is. Like, like it's a very nuanced show. Yeah, <laughs> it it yeah. succeeds in both of those things. BoJack Horseman succeeds in being both the later seasons, absolutely not, but the early seasons of BoJack succeed in being both very important television and also a dumb show about talking animals. The Good Place is very important and deep but also about how trashy people from Florida and Arizona are. <laughs> shows can be two things. Yeah. The Good Place is one of my is one of my shows that I yeah. put on and life feels good because it is we've had a lot of TV that 
focuses on the negative aspects of humanity um, and however they handle that. But the good place has such optimism. And so even though it makes me think it's only a half an hour and I never leave the good place feeling bad. Um, so that's that's one of mine. I've also been watching Shit's Creek because, and then whenever I work, I listen to 12 million podcasts. So my dad wrote a porno has been what's been playing the last two weeks. So. Such a great podcast. Huh? <laughs> never heard of it. Oh, oh man. Is it it is hilarious. Okay. So it is this British dude who his dad wrote like these four erotica novellas that are absolutely terrible (laughs) i mean horrible yeah Uh, and so he reads them with his two friends and they take the mickey out on him and it is hilarious first of all you just said take the mickey which is the most british way to describe a british television show i'm waiting for you to explain what take the mickey means (laughs) um they like pick on it they like piss on like they um, that's another british way to yeah. say things um they well i know well, they kind of beat up on, on it, it is that makes sense that's not what she said she was saying they, take they take the, the piss, piss out, of it. out of it which is another uh, well, british I way also, you would have i also know that, that you would have gotten okay. that phrase okay. um so it's Mickey. hilarious i there are like five seasons of it and so it's just ridiculous it is completely removed from from our day-to-day what's going on um and so i just throw it on and listen to the sexual escapades of belinda blink or belinda blinked i don't know actually know her last name does she have her name belinda blumenthal um (laughs) the the show is the book is called belinda blinked uh the other way that i unwind and and do self-care is um i play video games um I i play with our daughter uh, demands it. Yeah, yeah, I wait hand and foot on the four-year-old <laughs> who runs my household. Yeah. I don't really know if that's self-care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Certainly can't think about anything else. Uh, I eat as many gushers as I can get my hand on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I eat gushers. That's he part does. of my self-care. I am a horsey for my four-year-old daughter. Yeah. We watch Trolls. <laughs> um, listening to you guys talk about this um, has me reading myself for filth. I'm not <laughs> engaging in a lot of self-care. Got to take care of yourself, You need to work on that, Sidia. Even the, the things that I'm doing for fun, they're not fun. Uh, they don't think It'll you don't understand the term light. doing for fun you there's like things that you used to do for fun and so you're still in the habit of doing them when you have free time but they're not actually fun anymore i see that's what i mean so I see. normally my health my my what am i trying to say y'all self-care Thank you. My health care. What the fuck? Self care is health care. Yes. 
Um, that is normally um, watching anime, playing video games, just weaving out, doing my hair. None of that. Not doing any of that right now. Maybe you should. Are you going to help me detangle my hair? I can. I don't trust you. We have to do LJ's. I do LJ's hair That's our day. daughter. We do not have the same I know, texture. you don't have the same I'm texture. not the same struggle. I'm capable of learning. Either way, go watch some anime. I have been... Um, I've been walking my boyfriend through Sailor Moon. And I guess we can count that as like half a point to (laughs) self-care. How much is he frustrating you while you're doing that? He's very frustrating. (laughs) Because he's... He's one of those extra-ass gatekeepers who was like... (gasps) You would rather watch this than JoJo? Like, shut the fuck up, Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor, I love you. You you know I love you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, what's your next question? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm learning loads. This is great. (laughs) So, well, I think take care of yourself and figure out what's the next thing to... uh, Maybe it's something new. Maybe it has to be something new that's not it, in your routine. That's a that's probably what it is, Alex. Something yeah. new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, I think it's time to talk about the actual podcast. So I've had other podcasters on at this point, and we've talked about the golden age of community podcasting. Apparently, we're all in <laughs> the boom. Um, <laughs> and. Um, but it's really cool, like, because I want to talk about Welcome to Greendale because you know it's it's different than the other guys, and you know I want to you know let's talk about what makes your podcast different. So, Michael and I, um, for years, have thought about doing a community podcast, um, and we first bantered about it, and we were like, we need a hook, we need something that is like more than just the two of us talking about community. And so we're like, well, wait, what if we got somebody to come along with us who had never watched it? Alex, it's me. Yeah. That's that's, that's you? (laughs) But for years. (laughs) They just didn't know me yet. That's not true. We knew who you were. We just didn't know you hadn't watched Community. For years, we didn't know the right person. We didn't know the right person. We didn't have the right time. Hilariously, we came up with years ago, whenever we were trying to think about a title, we were going to call the title of the podcast Six Seasons in a Podcast. And that's why we're here today. uh, It's a war. (laughs) To take you to court. (laughs) (laughs) To get our name back. (laughs) So then then we finally, around August or September of this year. I think it was this summer. It was like this summer we were like, okay, we really need to get on this. We need to do it. We are probably at a better best place to do it. Um, And so we were figuring out, we were like, who of our friends, A, hasn't watched Community, and B, 
would be an entertaining personality on a weekly basis. And that's when we realized Miss Sadia Matthews had never watched Community. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Um, <laughs> and so then, and it, so then we like went to look online to see if anybody else was doing a community podcast. And mm-hmm. you had launched like one episode at that point, so it was long enough for us to go. All right, well, we can't call it Six Seasons of the Podcast anymore. Damn it! What are we gonna call it now? So then we came up with Welcome to Greendale, um, and we got several episodes. Which ultimately proved to be a better It's much idea. better. You name, having six seasons in a podcast is a yeah. much better for what you're doing with your with the yeah. interviewing and like like it's much better. Welcome to Greendale for us fits with welcoming Sadia sure. to Greendale. Like it all worked yeah. out so well in the end. Yeah. Um, hey. <laughs> and so um so yeah. So no more lawsuits? Are we? No more lawsuits. I think we're done. I think we're done. I think. I think we're done. I think we're. Someone would have to donate a ridiculous amount of money to our Kofi <laughs> for us to sue you. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm I'm hiding all my imaginary money all in the Caymans imaginary. right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> all that all that old Hollywood money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Exactly. I'm kidding. That's a. That's exactly it. Um. I always just answer the shorter answer I always get when people are like, what's different about your podcast? I always just say Sadia. Sadia is. She's our special ingredient. Sadia is. This is too much. No, but genuinely, oh. like you're on a you're on the show and it's a podcast about a show, which there are a lot of, but how many podcasts are like run by like with someone who hasn't watched the show that the sh- thing's about so like you know, it's it's the act of discovering the show which is yeah. so cool <clears throat> and for us so much fun because rediscovering community is one thing because we binge it all the time i, I used to binge it all the time like re-watching it over and over again but re-watching community with someone who's never seen it is such a different experience from just binging it. (laughs) Particularly because, man, going back and watching one episode of Community a week? It's really hard. It's weird. (laughs) It's very weird now. But it makes Michael and I look forward to that, that night. Not only are we getting to record the podcast, but we also are getting to watch an episode of Community again. Um, yeah. Do you guys watch it all together, the three of you? Um, yes. We, when, when, yeah, when we don't when, pose when. viral threats to each other, we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Up until Fair enough. the lockdown, until quarantining in place, we would all get together, watch the episode, take notes, take individual notes, process, like watching the episode, um, and then immediately record. Uh, in the quarantine, we would all watch the episode that night, and then our start time is a certain time. So you just have to have the episode watched by then. Jillian and I would watch it right before. Same. Okay. So we're still kind of in the same habit, but sure. I do miss watching it with Sidia because there would be times where she would react to things as we were watching it. Um, and it'd be like, all right, well, we got to ask Sadia about that or make sure she talks about that. <laughs> um, or sometimes she just start yelling at us about something and we're like, save it until we hit record. 
this is what we're here for. Yeah, that's probably a temptation. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think that's you. there's a lot of dialogue you could have that's like, well, no, wait, wait, wait. Keep it for the... We yeah. try and watch it in silence. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, before it was on Netflix, we would either watch um, our DVDs of it or watch it on Hulu. We were mostly watching it on Hulu, which was very hard when we first started because... Commercial break means answer my questions. Right. <laughs> and watching it on Hulu um, <laughs> meant that we would have breaks. And the, the, it, during the breaks, we're just like looking at each other, but no one's talking, but everybody <laughs> wants to. Down. Okay, it's back. Okay, it's back. <laughs> yeah, I used to just pick up my phone so that way I didn't talk to y'all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Now it's on right. Netflix, and we don't have to worry about commercial breaks. Yes, yes. So I think we need to get to the question. Uh, Sadia, you're watching this show the first time. What are your first impressions of the show? Let's let's hear what uh, everything you got. I want a five-minute answer. Go. <laughs> um, I feel like the more that I watch this show, the more I get it. The first couple of episodes, I was kind of like, I can see why the people who like this show like it. I don't see why as an outsider to like the 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 cult basically <laughs> um like why I would like it. But after a while it became like more and more clear. Like at first I was like I'm doing this for the podcast, whatever. And then I was like I'm doing this for Abed. <laughs> and a new person will pop up and I'm like this is for you and I'm still here I'm a sophomore now and I know Chang is about to kill somebody so I can't just drop out of the podcast (laughs) I feel it this is about to become like true crimes community I'm ready I'm seeing your chair. <laughs> uh. um, but from the beginning, there were there were tons and tons of small things where I was like, I can't wait to see if that comes back later. Or hmm. um, that is so random. There's no way I'm going to see that later. And then I would see it later. And I'd be like, wow, dedication. Like, y'all really stuck with it. Yeah. Um Starborns really thought he wasn't going to pop up ever again. (laughs) I could not understand why he was a recurring character. It made no sense to me. But now I get it. He's in the cool group. He and Owen Wilson. Well, I know that now. Yes. He and Owen Wilson are the cool group. Never forget. No, 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 never forget. Yeah, so I think... In the beginning, there were a lot of small things, like background gags, um, Abed having very serious talks with people, Um, Jeff Wanger really just being the best asshole out there. Um, And God, you know what's funny? I'm thinking about how much I really didn't want him to become a better person. Do y'all remember that? Oh, I remember. I really wanted him to stay an asshole forever. Oh, well. Well. No, he's still an asshole. (laughs) 
Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that arc is... still hasn't. So that arc still hasn't com- completed itself. Yes, yeah, we're not still... at the end of that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. And then the other problem for us is watching Sadia walk herself through these emotional moments about characters and have to just sit here and just say nothing. Like, can't help you, can't give you a clue. There are things that happen in season one that I'm like, ooh, under any normal circumstances, I would be talking about this because it's such a cool seed that blossoms into this over, can't do any of that. It yeah. has to be about the episode there. The yeah. season one finale, you guys just exploded. Y'all were like, oh, do you remember that from like episode so-and-so? Do you remember? like They told Britta she had to take therapy, and look, now she's in therapy. Like, they, you, guys, you guys were super excited to like just thread everything together just in case I missed it. But um, also for us, like yeah, I hadn't she... actually ever thought about the fact that she's doing therapy sessions with Duncan because of cheating until yeah. Michael like was like, wait, I was like, Oh yeah, that is why she's in Duncan's office. It's an episode. Watching it this way too, one episode a week, taking your time, not binging it again. Right. And, and then analyzing it with each other. There are things that I'm picking up that I have never noticed mm-hmm. on countless rewatches. And that, that whole episode, that whole season finale was full of them. I was like, oh my God, do I skip the finale when I'm watching it? How do I not remember how good this is? It's such a good finale. And it's, it's just because, you know, certain episodes always stick out and then other episodes kind of run into each other when you're binging something, when you're rewatching something. Right, yeah. but when you're sitting with it, one episode at a time, and giving it its time, man, it's beautiful. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't get to. What <laughs> <laughs> are we, Andy? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get to do I don't do the rewatch binge or the uh, you know di- deep dive you know with my podcast. So, you know, I I. I really enjoy that what 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 you guys are doing mm-hmm. and I liked I went and wa- uh, listened to you guys talk about the then season 2 premiere and there is uh, some turmoil over <laughs> Britta uh, <laughs> being the hero um of of a certain story I, I remember uh, what are your thoughts then uh, going into <laughs> season 2 Sadia uh, of of Britta being being great and being great <laughs> on that <laughs> we are back in the same room wow. together Sadia how how easily you forget you were so team Britta just she weeks didn't ago. she didn't want to be I didn't want to be it was yeah. very reluctant yes yeah, I, yes. I am on the side of truth <laughs> and for a couple of episodes Britta was the hero and I can admit yeah. that Okay. <laughs> the defeat. <laughs> the look of sheer defeat on your face. Because because I'm thinking about it, and I'm I'm pretty sure that she's gonna continue to be the hero of season two. Uh, because she's just really been calling out Annie on some bullshit. Oh, can we curse? 
Uh, we're that ship has sailed. I'm sorry. <laughs> a while back, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It's we're all good. I'm sorry. Uh, oh. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 It's all. It's good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there's plenty of ease on my episodes. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm. I think season two is going to be a lot of Britta being more honest about how shitty a person she is, which is good. Her admitting that she's a shitty person actually makes her a better person to me. Um, Like, as long as she's not carrying around that, like, you're doing this wrong, kind Mm. of, you know, I don't know, that energy that she was giving off before, then she's already growing, I guess. Um, Sidia wants no one to grow. I do. <laughs> Just not Britta or Jeff. Just not Britta or Jeff. Right. <laughs> or Chang. <laughs> <laughs> or my Dean. I mean, listen, Sidia, maybe if Chang grows, it will prevent a murder. I'm not watching this show if there's no murder. <laughs> what? Oh, there's murder. Oh, I'll promise you murder. Yeah. Yeah, yep. there, yeah there is. You have to wait for season three, but I mean, there's murders. You have to wait. Okay. I'll watch. So just, I'll watch. You'll watch every till season, season three. And I'm then committed you're out. to yeah. being in this then, podcast at least until season three. Okay. Every you season, go, you guys are going to say something to get me into the next <laughs> season. This season, that's it was you guys promising me more um, wacky episodes like the paintball episode. And yeah, that's that's been happening. That's been happening. You know what's yeah. weird is there's a lot less Abed. That won't, that won't last. Good. But you you are right. In the beginning of the season beginning two, of the season. there's less Abed and more absurdity. Which I kind of I like because he's not like gone gone. He's just like delivering a baby in the background. Yeah, the yeah. big the beginning of the season, it was Abed like really disappointed that there weren't any more fun high paced escapades. Yeah. And it kind of feels like he was like, if you guys don't want to do something crazy, I'm going to go do something crazy. Well, and also he keeps missing them. <laughs> yes, he does also keep missing he them. He keeps missing them Abed. or not realizing that they're happening. Yeah. Which I, it's, it's really fun. It's fun to see that he is like living this crazy life outside of the group. It's great. So I've got, Sorry, I've got guys. big hopes for... Um, Big high drinks and big laughs and Abed and Dean and Chang and murder. <laughs> Question for Michael and Jillian. Is it hard to not spoil? So we were just kind of flirting around spoiling some things. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hard. It's, oh, yeah. It's oh, hard. it's very hard. It's, it's hard. very yeah. hard. It's um, It's hard on a lot of different fronts, including now that we're like, tiptoeing more into the the fandom of it um i kind of have to shield sadia from Mm. it all Mm -hmm. for the sanctity of the podcast because she is the most important part but unfortunately unless we're doing like one-on-ones like this we kind of have to shield her away so that way she yeah. doesn't hear spoilers whatever i know you don't like me well like for instance (laughs) The the table read. 
You can't watch the table read. I wanna. You can't, can't, though. Dommy was there. He was. You can't watch it. Um, It's... It's spoilers. It's spoiler I'm town. Tearing up pants. right now. This is not yeah, fair. That's, <laughs> that's a pretty damn big spoiler. Yeah, episode. That's a spoiler that's episode. A spoiler. You can't yeah, watch it. But it's not at this point. Community is like returning to its mainstream throne again. It's a problem. And it's literally it's a problem. It's, it's, it's every harder and harder. Yeah. yeah. Every I, every day I could probably screenshot them. Me avoiding a spoiler. Yeah. Like I'm I'm scrolling through YouTube looking for something to watch on my lunch break and like yeah. one of my favorite cooking shows they're cooking something from Community it's wow. binging with Babish yeah and yeah. he's got a clip of that episode at the, like the beginning of, of of his show and I just have to be like I guess I can't fucking watch Babish now <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> so yes it's really hard because yeah a on yes, the world culturally yeah. now community is is jumping back up. It was easier <laughs> when it wasn't on Netflix, and when everybody was just getting started in the community boom, it was easy. But now it's been really hard. And then just for us watching it week to week, like like we were saying earlier, noticing things in episodes that set up things later. That if it were just people familiar with the show, we would have whole conversations about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll, sometimes I'll take the note and I'll be like, nope, I can't bring that up. I, I did it. I did it in season one. Um, the Abed delivering the baby in the background. That joke is set up early in season one. So I took a note and then went, oh, I can't even talk about this until we're next season. Occasionally, we will give little spoilers. Yes, um, like, I know all about Beezlebub. <laughs> she knows about Beetlejuice. You mean Beetlejuice? Be- Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn so, it. <laughs> knowing all about it is a bit misleading, apparently. <laughs> I also know all about Beezlebub. <laughs> Damn it. You, you know about the Dark Lord? I do. Beelzebub? All right. Okay. <laughs> You mean Beetlejuice? <laughs> I've now said it twice. Um, Listen. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. That's two. I've already said it twice. Chill out. Okay, I'll stop. Um, <laughs> Alex, just edit this to make me not seem stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's... Okay, so I will uh, I will edit this one out, but here's another Here's another good... Exp- um, oh, shit. Oh, sorry. It's, it just... My internet went crazy. Okay, here's a, jo- here's a Joel McHale story. So... So because I, I have to tell you and this will okay. this will make you seem like you're you're uh, uh, Einstein compared to me. OK, so I said to, said to Joel, you know, who would you want to be on the uh, like a guest star that wasn't on the you know, didn't get to be in the show? And I said, you know, like someone like Jim Belushi. Ha ha ha. Because <laughs> they make jokes about John Belushi. <laughs> and so he starts riffing dead comedians names. Because I <laughs> stupid dead comedian's name to him. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I, I cut that out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> this is not. Why would I leave that in? You I'm like, do that. it's what? your podcast. You don't have to leave why that in I? if you don't nope. want to. Nope. 
yeah, yeah. So you know, like <laughs> Jim Belushi. Crazy. <laughs> oh, and I, I stopped myself and said, "Oh shit, John Belushi." What? Duh. <laughs> so yeah. We do things so like that that's all the time. Making making dumb time. jokes Wait, to I, I celebrities. I le- did I leave the Did I leave the stork thing in? Yes, you left me. <laughs> Trying to proclaim for several minutes that storks weren't real. Yeah, you flat out said that storks weren't real. And and I left that in because I think it's embarrassing for both of us. Because you said storks aren't real. And they went along with and me for a I couple minutes. And I sat here for a moment. No. Afraid. I think we both immediately were like, no, no, no it's so, not immediately. So yeah, no, no, you no, want no, me to say gonna, it a I'm couple times. This. You immediately went, that's not right. Yeah. But I sat here afraid <laughs> because I was like, I'm pretty sure storks are real. Yeah, but are. was genuinely convinced for yeah. a minute that I was wrong. <laughs> so I legit looked it up and then said, Jillian, storks are real. I think I then tried to cover myself. You did, like, yeah. Word. I knew that, but they don't deliver babies, right? But, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you left it in, though. So we were. I did leave it. In. I left it in because I felt dumb and you felt dumb, and I was like, okay, well, if we're both dumb, I'll leave it in. Sadia, you were the only one who wasn't dumb in that moment, because I legit was like, oh my god, are storks that real? Why do I believe in storks? <laughs> Sadia, for a minute of the conversation, I was sitting here. Y'all were still talking, and I was Googling stork. (laughs) My eyes hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. Uh, I think we found, Sadia, I think we found the thing that's bringing you joy. Maybe we just need to do this call like once a week for you about that. (laughs) Happy to. Just tell dumb stories about. How I talk to celebrities and I'm dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I would want to jump into like what your favorite characters are and, you know, when did you got first got into Mm -hmm. community, um, stuff like that. You know, obviously, uh, I think we maybe we even touched on that. When did we first get into community? I got into community first. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, uh, People had been telling me about it. Your mom had told me about it. Some other people had mentioned it. And then... And then someone I worked with at Blockbuster uh, told me, you gotta try watching this show because they had just done the paintball episode. Mm-hmm. And so I... And they had just started season two. Mm-hmm. So I went, I watched the paintball episode... And everything leading up to season two. And then I went back and watched the entire show and got caught up. And then I just watched the show from there. And I think by the time I got caught up, maybe you joined? Yeah, somewhere in there, I started paying attention to when he was watching it. So it's kind of hard for me to pinpoint, but that was back in 2000. I mean, it was season two, so 2000, late 2010, yeah. early 2011. Yeah. So somewhere around there as he was watching, I just kind of sat on the couch and started paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it took a little while into season one. Um, I love season one now, but it didn't quite grab me whenever I was mm. first watching it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it's been 
10 years almost yeah same same for me (laughs) (laughs) 10 years in the making (laughs) um so uh, favorite characters let's go around the horn um who what are your favorite characters Ooh. um city you should start yeah okay um dean all right. Dean Pelton. No arguments. Yes. Um, Such a great character. Chang, obviously. Um, Duncan. I fucking love Duncan Drunken. now. Duncan. Um, <clears throat> that one professor who was obsessed with Dead Poet Society. Professor uh, Whitman. Whitman. Yeah. Whitman. Um... What's his name? What's Tiny Nipples? Vaughn. How dare Vaughn. you? How dare you? This is just a spider. I was having a great day. I like Vaughn. <laughs> uh, we're moving on. We're going to just keep talking. You mentioned Vaughn. Yeah. So far, none of those are actual season. Like, those are just guest stars yeah none of them aside are from seas- aside from dean right she said no he's he's not technically a season regular oh yeah at that point that, that, that yeah. at that point yeah that, uh, yeah. Oh. yeah yeah it's, well at season abed. season one yeah yeah abed clearly um yeah. i i do also like abed's dad but he's <laughs> also not a core member her favorite characters <laughs> are guest stars jack yeah. black Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now you're just naming all the guest stars. People I remember. They are my favorites, though. That's fine. Uh, you're going to get some cool ones later, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite characters are Abed and Britta. 100%. Yeah. Abed, probably a little bit more than Britta, but I personally relate to Britta like with every marrow of my being so oh because you're Britta <laughs> so uh he tells me all the time that he thought he was I was cooler than him when I met him or when we you met were. so it was all a facade you seem so much cooler than me when I met you I was going home and reading fan fiction you just didn't know it I didn't know <laughs> I didn't <laughs> um, you should have just told me that so Abed is probably really my favorite character um mm. But Britta also has to be in there. Uh, you know what? I'm in the same boat Sadia's in. In that, and when I first started watching Community, my favorite character was Duncan. <laughs> I do he, love Duncan. He was amazing. He was. He, was, yeah. he kept me going through season one the first time. I was like, is he? Is Duncan not in this episode? Um, but my favorite characters on Community are. Troy and Abed, um, and the and and the dean, I love the dean. The dean's you great. Should. He does yeah. a lot of incredible stuff. Some of my favorite episodes are dean centric, mm-hmm. but some of my favorite episodes. Oh, I think all of my favorite episodes are Abed centric. Probably same for me. I I just adore Abed. Mm-hmm. All of my favorite episodes are are Abed or Dean or Dean focused. Yeah, mm-hmm. if if there was an episode with just the dean, I'm watching it. If there was an episode of just Abed, I'd watch it. And the same for Duncan. But if it was just Annie, 
<laughs> that wouldn't work for me. No one then bigger yeah. bag. Yeah. Abed and Nadine are my two favorite characters because mm. they those are the two characters who the episodes that they are the focus of are all of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm. From contemporary American yeah. poultry on. <laughs> oh, can yeah. I add um the human being to my no. list? <laughs> <laughs> I hated it at first, but like well, now it's just your mascot. I want that calendar. I want that I want calendar. The calendar. <laughs> we have a whole running thing. We in the premiere of season two, they show a calendar that has the human being with all the like sports teams on campus yeah. and clubs. And I really want that calendar. Him with the chess club. Him with yeah. the hat club. Him with the glee club. Yeah. The first. Oh, I, I almost made a spoiler. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Sorry. No, you're fine. Sorry. Alex, oh. who's your favorite characters? Yeah, great question. It's evolved over time. And, you know, it was hard not to be a Jeff Winger guy. Apologies. Like the first time through. Sure. Um, you can be. And, Judging. But it, it was... Uh, but I've, I love Britta now. Wow. Um, and... and I think you just give the character a little bit of of time, and I think you'll see her as I, in better. Oh I gave better her two light. semesters. How much time does she need? Uh, yeah, the answer no, is more. more. <laughs> yeah. I, the answer is more. Okay, yeah. she's got layers. She's got so many. I, she's got layers. Yeah, I yeah. know, I know, and I know eventually she's going to probably make it into my list. I just really enjoy every part of this process there are characters that i hate and i don't care enough about the show to like hate every character but britta i hate and i want to enjoy that while i can <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. is why we end up in fights on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a character called neil who you'll meet and Neil's that's great that's what if He's... i if i have to mention a future character uh, i did well my outside side character is Magnitude. Pop, pop. Okay. Yep. You'll you'll meet Magnitude soon. I can't wait. I was yep. like, is that a name? Yeah. Uh, oh. Yep. You'll meet him soon. You'll meet yeah. Magnitude in this soon. episode. Yeah. Oh, not episode. In no, the season. In the season. In the yeah. season. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We'll introduce season. Magnitude this season. Yeah. So is Neil. Neil's yeah, in the we'll season. We'll also introduce too. Neil this season too. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 We're gonna. Yeah. We're filling out the students. The rest of the students. Yeah, we need some student body. Oh, is there more like... than seven students at the school? <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously yeah. there's yeah. Garrett and Leonard. Garrett, Leonard, and Star Burns, but like, yeah, let's yeah. there's more than that. Yeah. 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 So, uh, th- th- different spin on this uh, favorite characters of is who do you most relate to? And, and so, Jillian, you just said uh, Britta, and I would say, I'm going to say Neil. I, I really appreciate Neil's character a lot. Um, uh, and and best episode that he stars in so yeah um yeah what do you guys think Ooh, oh man who do i most relate to oh oh and i'll add i really uh, troy's boyishness i really like i like his i can appreciate that as a part of my kind of just he's a got a boyish like w- once he gets past the early kind of t-bone thing <laughs> Yeah, once he gets past that, he has this very boyish, like, j- like joy to his character. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and I Black and I can joy. appreciate that. Yeah. 
and, and uh, Troy's a character who I definitely would want to say. I, I don't know. I think maybe Troy might be the character I most relate to, but I feel like Jillian's going to look at me and go... I'm also looking at you and going. Um. I think you are a mix. <laughs> and I do think Troy is a part of that. Yeah, mix. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm 100% Troy. Like you are Tro- not. I'm like 100% Britta, but yes, I think you, you are. are a mix of Troy and Jeff. I also think that is true. Yeah. City yeah. is nodding her approval to Yeah, that. I think that's true. Yeah. I think um if Abed were here, he would say you're like 82% Jeff. <laughs> and With Troy's optimism. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I yeah. relate to a character yet. Betty White. <laughs> and do not relate to Betty White. That's nice. I what would about Duncan? L- oh, no. Why would I? Okay, y'all are listing people who I don't want to relate to. <laughs> she drinks her own piss. Because she's a badass. Duncan is a drunk. Yeah, drunken. Drunken. Do not. Do not compare me to drunken. I will say of the characters that you've been introduced so far, um, and your reactions, like how you process things, how you react to them. Honestly, uh, Abed. See, I was thinking the same thing. Because it's Abed. No, you're not. You're not. You're not Abed. But Are the, you saying that because I'm brown? No. Okay. <laughs> if I were <laughs> if I were doing that, I would say you were Shirley. Wow. I mean, it's I quit. True. If I were it's just true. doing that, if it was just about your color, clearly you look more like Shirley than Abed. This Come is on. awful. Um, you don't look like Jamie Lee Curtis at all. Or praying mantis. <laughs> or praying mantis. <laughs> but no, I think personality-wise, I think of the characters, Abed is the one who's closest to you. Yeah, I guess. I, I was thinking the same thing, but I was like, maybe there's a character who I haven't met yet who we could mix with Abed to make me. And that's possible. And and also, in fact, there is a character we have not met who is more like you. Okay. But I'm not going to tell you who that is yet. Yeah. Why? You yeah. deny oh, me know. that way? She, yeah. Um, she's introduced in season six. Is she? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He knows, Alex knows who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Damn, yeah. that's far. That's far away, but yeah. It's worth it. We gotta keep planting those breadcrumbs. Yeah, but that's the character who yeah. I think is actually closer to you. Hmm. Uh, y- between her and I, but yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, so, favorite episodes. We've got, uh, you've got a season and a quarter so far that you've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any favorite episodes you've gotten so far, Sadia? Tons. Um, Tons. Yeah. I don't remember the proper names for them, so you'll just have to fill you. in all the blanks for we me. We got you, Thanks. fam. Um, <laughs> the April Fool's Day One. The Science of Illusion. Mexican Halloween. <laughs> Introduction to Statistics. Very offensive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he knows what Mexican Halloween Only is. Only whenever oh. you're not talking about the sex act. Yes. I'm talking about the sex thing. One day we're going to narrow that down. <laughs> um, the paintball episode. Modern Warfare. Uh, ben makes a film. Introduction, intru- introduction to filming? Yeah. Yeah. Introduction to film. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's it. That can be it. 
Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. That's all I can really remember yeah. right now. But they're they're all really good. I think it would be easier to ask me what my least favorite ones are. Because <laughs> that's a shorter list. Uh-huh. Which just says a lot for the show. Yeah. yeah. What are your least favorite episodes? It's probably just one. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Do you... Is it the art of discourse? Yeah. It's the only yeah. one where I'll remember the actual name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably yeah. my With least those, favorite. The, those kids, those kids do it in for pretty much everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Except for that I've... moment. Except for that moment where Britta realizes that Jeff should bang that kid's mom. Oh my god, I love that, that, that moment. That's the best acted moment. <laughs> the clear, the glee that they have so together good. in that moment is amazing. Like, there's good stuff in that episode, but I totally understand. Mm-hmm. Um, last minute, right in the Snickerdoodles episode. Uh, for favorite? Comparative religion. Thank you. For favorites, yes. Yeah. 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 That was good. With your co star. With my co star. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just gonna keep saying it. That's, you can. It's very weird. <laughs> Michael's gonna. Michael's in Halloween Kills, so he worked with um, Ma- Anthony Michael Hall. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, he's amazing. It's it's very cool. He's very intense. He's very cool. <laughs> he's very intense. He is. He's very intense. He's a very cool guy. Um, he's very nice to me on set. It was it meant a lot to me because I was very nervous. <laughs> So I just like hyping him up whenever we talk about the episode to be like, that's yeah. your co-work. That's my, that's my co-star. Cool. How about you guys? Favorite apps? Virtual systems analysis. We haven't gotten to okay, it yet. Okay, yeah, I was going to I was like, we have not. With episodes she'd heard of. I am still in intros. Yeah. I, I'm taking intro courses. I know you're taking intro yeah. courses. I just have like such a clear favorite. Yeah. Okay. I guess we're not. I guess we're just doing that. Yeah. Yours is virtual system analysis. It's a season three episode. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Um, my favorite episode of mm. Community is also a later season episode that you won't have seen yet. It's called uh, Documentary Filmmaking Redux. It's great. My oh. favorite episode of what you've seen. Is no, 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 I don't, no, 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 don't placate me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a favorite, and that's fine. It's, I mean, my contemporary American poultry is one of my favorite episodes of the community, too. It is, I it is. I love that episode. I would be, I like, I like a lot of the episodes that we've covered so far, but it would be hard for me to pick a favorite out of those episodes. Not for me, but yeah, I've got more, I've got big favorites coming. Yeah. Um, one of yeah. them, oh, I might just get, I could say this title. You'd get really excited if I said it. Well, don't. You'll get excited, but it's not a spoiler. But it, I'm going to say it anyway. Cause it's going to be a spoiler. It's not going to be a spoiler I'm at all. Th- I'm, I'm, I'm this is the game we have to play. This is the game we have to play. Okay. Yeah. Gonna be play. One of my favorite episodes of Community is Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. So... And you're going to love it. I think I could infer. That it's an Abed episode about Christmas. Yeah. That's it. That's all you know. Yeah. But no, it sounds good. like a Christmas special. And nope, now I know it exists. it's one of the episodes. Hmm. <laughs> it's just an episode. It, there was a Christmas episode in season one. It's not a special. Yeah. Alex, tell them to stop spoiling <laughs> This is the hard part of our podcast. It is. It is. <laughs> There's two episodes of my favorites in season two. And I don't think it's a spoiler. Just 
You can say, say the names. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, she sure. knows that. We've, we've I know it exists. That she knows that title. Okay. Sure. All right. And Cooperative Calligraphy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool I one. don't so, know what that's going to be about, but I'm glad. <laughs> Even with that title, there's absolutely yeah. no way you can begin to figure out, it's, guess what that yeah. episode well, How far be. away it's, is the Calligraphy We're not that far one. from it. We're four episodes yeah. away from it. We're not that far from oh, it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like four, five weeks from yeah, now? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Cool. I wonder what Alex I had to check my weeks. ranking. I have I ranked all 110 episodes. <gasps> Whoa. Because I'm a nerd. Okay. <laughs> Where did you rank them by? So I made a. Ooh, you want you got a second? Yeah. To fig, to hear. Okay. okay wait, so, Michael is. He got really excited. excited. I like I like ranking systems. Okay. I'm gonna I go will, get water while will, you guys this talk. Is, about this is this. the kind of dork <laughs> stuff that I like. So what's all right. that? All right. So buckle in. All right. So what I did is I took each season and ranked them based off of uh, story quality. Okay. And so I started with each season because that allows you to then rank them the seasons against each other. Because okay. the top, you know, because the top one of season two is going to, that's going to go against the top one of season three and season other other okay. seasons so you know what i mean so you start with you can group them at the top because you don't need to compare the bottom bottom rungs of of the other seasons so um i think that that's a really helpful way to to start um is by by doing that but it, it's a whole lot easier to rank the top and the bottom to me and than it was to do the the you know um to do the middle mm-hmm. so w- what you need to do you have 110 episodes you need to create yourself um a, a a distribution so a bell curve of from of 10 being the best to one being the least and you have 11 episodes in each of those rankings that gives you 110 so then you do you have 10 episodes that you know are are the t- uh or 11 episodes you know are the top 10 you have 11 episodes you know that at the bottom 11 um and then I, i'll give you the spreadsheet um because <laughs> it, it'll help you yes i, lo- I love but, the sound of this sounds so great this yep. sounds like fun michael and i have like a system for choosing our top 10 favorite movies and like one of the requirements is that it has to have been released for 10 years because you uh, have to know that it's more than so, a flash by night thing yeah so yeah we good. i used to work at um blockbuster same what alumni yeah (laughs) alumni (laughs) the boys in blue um we (laughs) god man if you served if you served in the blue and yellow you you know yeah you know um and and the question i got sick of people asking me is what's your favorite movie and i was like because the answer is complicated right they can't the answer is what day assassination is of jesse james yeah that, right that, it's that. like what if you either have an answer or the answer is what genre what am I, what yeah. mood am i in what what's dinner yeah. <laughs> like yeah 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 so i i was like well i need to give people an answer i need to have an answer for it um so i we came up with a little thing of like i just m- was making a list and then i was like okay if, if if the movie's not 10 years old, at least, it can't be on this list. Because it needs time. It needs time for me to be like, yeah, this is my favorite movie of all time. It continues to, 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 to 
stand out and hang on. Um, the movie needs uh, to have been viewed more than once. Um, I need to, you know, I need to be able to think of that movie and immediately think of like, oh, that scene. I'm always thinking about that scene. These lines. I'm always thinking about these lines. There's certain certain things. And so I made yeah. this list. And then I like looked at the list. And then I was like, okay, in my heart, what shouldn't be on here? Like, what am I looking at? And I'm even like second guessing it being on the list. And I just scratched all those out. Because if yeah. I have any doubts, it's not my favorite. Yeah. And then I looked at each one. And Jillian and I spent an entire evening talking through each movie. And if I got to anything about it that made me doubt it being on the list, I, I crossed it off. And then I like put them up against each other by dates and time. I, I did a whole thing and I narrowed it down to two movies. And then for a long time, I just said those two movies. And now I'm kind of firmly on the side of one of them. Fern Gully? <laughs> it's, yes. it's Jurassic Park. <laughs> My favorite movie of all time is Jurassic really? Park. Yeah. Yeah. I, Which... uh, also actually is mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's me and Julia. Ironically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, that's a great film. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's, it's the first movie I saw in theaters opening night. Hmm. Um, the first movie that I specifically begged my parents to not miss on opening night. We were out of town on a vacation and I made my dad find the movie theater because I had made him promise we're not missing this movie opening night. Um, I saw it opening night, the re-release in 2013. So like 20 yeah. years apart, I went to opening night both times. Um, I've taught it in schools. I can always watch it. I'm never sick of it. I'm never not gripped by watching it. It's clever girl. Yeah. Right. I can quote it. <laughs> I can yeah. quote it. Um, top to bottom. Yeah. I, it's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Jillian, uh, at our wedding, walked down the aisle to the theme that plays when they see the dinosaurs for the first time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Wait, your favorite That's movie really is Jurassic, Jurassic Park? Park? Yeah. 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 It's my favorite movie of all time. It was like, uh, oh no, a handful of movies about dinosaurs, and they're all the same for, movie. Oh, Alex, just so I know, what did you <clears throat> rank as the number one episode of Community of all time? Ah, it's Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Oh, it's a great episode. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Sure. Uh, well, I think because here's... Hmm. Yeah. Dang it. I yeah. caught myself again. Yeah. It is emotionally everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's emotionally everywhere in a really good way. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like so, D&D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and also it has my easily, favorite character, Neil, in it. Yeah, it's got your favorite character in it. It's also easily one of the most important episodes of the show Mm -hmm. not in the context of the show but as like an episode of television that can move people emotionally and like speak to things that people need yeah it might be it's it's easily one of the best episodes of the show that does that Mm -hmm. um yeah 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 I've, i've got I've got some a, a few diagnoses for mental health, and it's um, personally I, I just find it to be um, uh, a very uh, important episode. Sure, mm-hmm. and uh, I think um, 
the key, yeah, like I said, Neil is, is a really important character, and, and the, the actor Charlie Koontz does an amazing job. He really it. does. He does. Uh, for, for a guy who's sitting in a room with, you know, all of these at this you know, at that point really um, amazing, you know, they're, this is season two. They're, they're not just figuring out their character. They're blossoming in their characters. Yeah. Um, just amazing actors, everyone in their own right, to come in there and be uh, a guest. None of this is spoilers. Yeah, so. no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, but You're I good. think I, I just, yeah, I really, I, I think it's uh, a really great episode. And I, I'm going to be re-interviewing because I interviewed him before, but Andrew Guest, um, he's going to come on and we're going to talk about the episode in depth. Awesome. Oh, cool. So I'm, I'm I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. All right, so uh, let's let's bring this home. Um, do we have any? W- what do we think about the movie? Uh, do we have hopes for a movie? Does are, I want it to happen? Obviously, I have no idea what I would, what I expect. Well, I haven't seen season six, so yeah, I'm the only person who's seen season six at the finale. Like I want a movie because I want as much community as I can consume out yeah, there. Right. Um, but I have no idea what to expect from it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I don't know what I want from this movie. I know. I I definitely want it. I'm not normally, and Jillian knows this. Mm-hmm. I'm not normally one who needs more of the stories that I love, right? If if the if the creators brought it home, I'm good. Like if they if they finished it, I'm good. I'm not you know, I'm not somebody who needs prequels or more sequels or or side stories frequently. I'm I'm good with a well-told story. Um and I think community is a well-told story. So do we need a movie? I don't know. I, and now there's something I want to talk about, but I can't. <laughs> nope. Definitely a spoiler. But. I, nope. You know what I don't know? Yeah, can't say I don't know what the movie is. I don't know that I can say what I think it would be because I think we all imagine that the movie is something else. Hmm. Yeah. And I think there should be one because it's the joke and it's the button on what Abed asked for. Mm-hmm. So, and I think for just fans, for the cast and crew, getting everyone together again to live in those characters, I think would be rewarding for all of us. I also don't think for a lot of the fans that will feel like it's over until the movie happens. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Because we have that hashtag and because we sent it to NBC and because... I can't. Nope. I dis- I don't know, but I can't say anything no, to you. you can't. I have a thought that I can't. Um, so I think for a lot of the fandom, no matter what, I don't think it feels complete until we get a movie. Guys, I have thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't think I don't think we've gotten to the point where 
where no. Abed says his random six seasons in a movie that became a transformative catchphrase. No, no, no we haven't. Yeah. Um, I have only seen where we are in season two. So maybe <laughs> Three these ideas exist. For shows that you fall in love with like this, I like when... I think there's three possibilities for a really like entertaining movie. The first is for them to take it all the way back. I want to see how they all ended up at at a uh, Greendale. Okay. Okay. I want to see Jeff spiral uh-huh. and end up in a community college. I want to see um, Abed dealing with his like home life with his dad and then find himself in community college and, you know, Troy, um, doing the keg stand, doing, yes, doing, doing the keg stand, which apparently he, he, um, falls out of on purpose. Uh, I'd love to see Annie spiral. (laughs) We have so many questions about Annie. spiral. So, so, so very many. I want to see, um, Want to see Chang, uh, hmm. like, get to the point to where he's lying on his resume? I just want to see how he everyone... gives up his keytar dream. Yes, yes. I want to see how everyone makes it to Greendale, and mm-hmm. I, maybe there's an episode that exists like that already. I don't know. My problem with that, <clears throat> like, <throat> if that were the movie, I'd have a hard time with that because the study group's not together in that movie, and them being together for me, is what the show is. Them being community. So, if that were the movie, I wouldn't be interested. Mm-hmm. Because they're not together. They won't meet. They won't interact. They will have no scenes together. And that would feel worse than there not being a movie. I I don't see it. If this is, the, if this, if this is what would happen, it wouldn't end with them getting to the college. It's a lot of what drives them there and then different interactions that they might have with each other. I don't know how to explain this. Hmm. Like the first half of the movie would be them getting to the college and then the second half or the last third of the movie would be like a clip show. No, (laughs) but maybe like fun retellings of the episodes that we already got, but like in different perspectives. Hmm. I think that would be fun. And then it, it ends with something crazy. Hmm. Greendale blows up. Greendale blows up because somebody said the wrong thing to Chang on the right day. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> Murder. Yeah. Um, or... Instead of starting at the beginning, I, I'd like maybe an end that, that is super sad and they just break up. Something um, something similar to the end of Cowboy Bebop, um, but with less implied death, maybe. Hmm. Spoiler alert for Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> it just no, came out! <laughs> Now you know how it feels. Twenty years ago, yeah. walk in my shoes. 
No, that's really. I think that's really, uh, really interesting. I think people are going to listen to this and um, f- who have already seen this the all se- the six seasons and uh, I, I, without giving too much away, I, I think um, your projections are, are really fascinating to listen to. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you'll mm-hmm. g- listen. Listen back to this in a in a you know when you guys get there because uh, it's, huh, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty when we cool. get to the end, guys, we can talk about this again. <laughs> Revisit. Hmm, is something bad gonna happen? It, and not it's not that it's not that there's something in there's something in the finale specifically that makes it hard for me to even talk about the concept of a movie. It has nothing Greendale to do with, blows up. No, it has nothing to do with character moments. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything that happens to any of the characters. But just Greendale something that... A moment. There's a moment in the finale. And Alex will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Where, like, th- that moment makes it hard for me to actually come up with, like, a pitch for the movie or what I would want to see in the movie. And that is literally all I can say about that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. to, yeah. to discuss why or what it means, would you'd have to have seen it. You'd have, you'd have to know what, I, what I'm talking about, and I have to just, tell you. And I don't want to tell you because it's a beautiful mm-hmm. moment. Like, it's great. It's just say great. it, Michael. No. No. Coward. No. no. But, <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's what I'll also say. If anyone's listening to this who has watched the finale and is super excited about the movie whatever it ends up being let's it's gonna be what it is or whatever (laughs) it ends up being right okay and i'm I'm basically saying that to sort of preemptively Hmm. as a fandom let's not judge it too harshly whatever it ends up being if it is the characters don't interact at all and it is just uh their backstories and stuff like i wouldn't want that but i'll i'll accept whatever they do mm-hmm. i'll accept whatever they do because because of the moment in season in season in the finale that i that i'm alluding to i think just having more community will be enough. This is weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I apologize for how. No, that's good. No, I think it's, yeah. Vaguely, I'm talking about this. <laughs> he makes fun of the way I say vague. <laughs> how, how do you say vague? I say vague like vague, and he thinks it's funny. Because you don't say vague, you say vague. He also makes fun of the way I say bagel. Because she doesn't say bagel, again. correct. Like, she, like Britta, she doesn't say bagel. And like Jeff, you're harping on it. I'm not harping on it. I just sometimes think people need to know it. And in this context, <laughs> fans of community who have laughed how Britta says bagel should know that Jillian is much like her TV idol. She Not says, idol. Just who I relate to. She says much. bagel weird. <laughs> what do you guys think um, community gets right? Ooh. 
one of the things that I will say that I think it gets right um, is that, um, for one, all of the characters are, once we get through early season one, um, are very firmly like themselves, right? You start to figure out who they are in the study group. Um, and even though it is so diverse, it doesn't feel like token forced diversity, right? It's not like, it doesn't feel like Dan Harmon just went, all right, well, I need to make sure that this is how this fills out. Um, obviously he wrote the scripts, but it came naturally. Um, the other thing is that I think in juxtaposition with another show that was very popular that was on um, Big Bang Theory, um, I think that Big Bang Theory, from what I watched of it, always felt like it was from the outside perspective, laughing at people who are weird and have quirks and... It felt like I was supposed to relate to Kelly Cuoco's character, and I was supposed oh, to be watching it from her perspective. You are, as evidenced by the fact that in episodes of Big Bang Theory, the boys will just say, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, and they play a laugh track. Because that's the joke. Yeah. Hey, look at these nerds playing with Dungeons and Dragons. And so it always felt like, instead, community was in on the joke. It knew what it was... It wasn't making fun of what it was talking about. It was embracing what it was talking about um, in a way that once you're on the inside, you can pick on it, if that makes sense. Um, and I think that that's always stuck out for me. I think what Community has always gotten right to me is being a television show that is unafraid to be itself unafraid to take that wild wild chance to make a big swing and just like dedicate an entire episode to paintball or the entire episode's gonna be a godfather parody and and, and even more obscure references later and the show doesn't it's not bothered by thinking that like everyone won't get this reference because it is a hundred percent dedicated to the idea of we're going to make this reference and people will have to go look this up to get this episode. And we're dedicated to that idea because it's funnier if we go all in it's, I think being itself and being weird, being unafraid to be a weird network television TV show, particularly a comedy. Um, that's pretty remarkable. And I think it set the stage. I think it let shows like The Good Place have the courage to be so unabashedly themselves. It's not aping a formula. It's not, you know, sticking to tried and true jokes. It's taking that chance. I think that's why we're still talking about it because there's really nothing else like it now it, it, what do I, uh, yeah so I think it gets right 
I don't know if I've seen enough of this to make sense. Again, season two, episode three. That's mm-hmm. where I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> you're baby. You're new here. But something that I I think I take a lot of notes on while we watch the show that I am hoping continues out through all six seasons. Um I think what it gets right is portraying small windows of opportunity and those like fleeting chances to get something right or correct something wrong and then each character's and then also portraying each character moving forward or still chasing that missed opportunity. If that makes sense. The continuity of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the Yeah. If there's if there's anything that it seems everyone has in common, it's at some point in their past there was something that happened. And if they had done it differently, it would have been a completely different show. Mm-hmm. And for some of those characters, in the beginning, they were really chasing after that. They mm-hmm. were trying to, you know, yeah. attain that power that they lost or that glory and popularity that they had. Um, and then for other characters, the, sh- the show is about them turning their backs on that and moving forward from it. So that's something I think it does well. Yeah, I think that's a part of Dan Harmon's um, story uh, circle, the hero's journey, that we see a lot of people, you know, moving through that mm-hmm. and uh, attaining something, having lost something, returning. And so mm-hmm. I think w- we'll you'll get more of that. I think that's a testament to his, uh, his writing skills. What do you think uh, Community gets wrong? The pilot. <laughs> Seriously, the yeah. pilot. I always tell people, Jillian and I will tell people all the time, that if you want to get into community, watch Modern Warfare. If you like it, go back to the beginning and work your way back up. Because if you start at the beginning, it will take a long time for community to feel like itself, right? It, it in its early episodes, feels like a typical... TV sitcom and not as much the outlandish and wacky um, fantasy comedy show that it is. And during this rewatch, I realized how wrong that analysis of the show actually is. It's community from almost the very beginning. The only episode that doesn't feel like community is the pilot Hmm. the pilot feels like every other tv show about a group of lovable misfits but from episode two on you really do get the sense that like oh this is gonna be something different this is gonna exist in a world that's slightly different this show doesn't this show is so excited 
about being beautifully weird. But the pilot isn't that. So I think the only thing that the show gets wrong is introducing you to the show with its first episode. Yeah, I remember... I'm sure I've said this before on our podcast, but the first episode of Community is the least Community episode. Mm -hmm. The thing it becomes, even just a few episodes later, is completely different from the pilot. Um, But I mean, it's a pilot. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always they they've got a lot of explaining to do. They they need to introduce you to a lot of people. I understand the problem, but yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it that's where it goes wrong. I think that there are it's it is a is a show that doesn't often but occasionally suffers from our progress through time and Things no longer kind of being acceptable or funny. Sure. But that happens with a lot of comedies. It's it's the name of the game. So you go back and the transfer dance and then they... Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, that's not cool. And at the time, they weren't even... It wasn't even making fun of... Of transsexuals or something. But it's still one of those things where we're like, mm. or yep. there are sometimes sex worker jokes and stuff like that that sit and hit off. Um, but, you know, that's it's not small things, but it's also not egregiously terrible. And it's one of those things that it's just, this was written 10 years ago. And... We have evolved, and we know better, and we know more. And it's really more of an indictment of where we were only ten years exactly, ago. Exactly, yeah. exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So an indictment what? that like ten years ago, this is yeah. so acceptable and prevalent. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so you know, it's like I said, it's not a small thing, but it is one of those things that we have to grapple in a lot of our comedies. I was going to say. I do feel that way sometimes about some shows, but Community seems to do a good job at presenting these shitty comments and then someone making fun of someone stupid enough to make these shitty comments. Or someone correcting them. Right, yes, and always, yeah. Always always someone someone correcting correcting them. them. And in a way... This is a show where when when people would laugh at something like the transfer dance, then it would be funny. And us watching it now, not finding the transfer dance itself funny, but being able to like look at it and laugh at it because wow, who the fuck would say this? Well, and in, mm-hmm. even in the episode when that said, Jeff and Britta's reaction is, "Oh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can't hear how that sounds. Exactly, like, they're not okay with that. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the show is always balancing awful comments and people who know better than to laugh at them. Oh, that's the way we can get away with Pierce. Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing <laughs> is that having having Pierce and Shirley 
mm-hmm. and then having mm-hmm. um, Abed and sometimes Britta and sometimes Jeff, people who can be like, that's not cool. Um, constantly having those conversations in the show and no one actually coming out ahead right. at the end. Right. It won't matter what our sense of humor evolves into because they're covering all their bases. They're course correcting. Someone's laughing at this. Someone's always course correcting in the show. So yeah. Yeah. So uh, that would actually be, for me, that's something that I would say they do right. Right. Yeah. 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 The only other place that I see the show potentially dropping the ball, if this is something that like you feel it drops the ball on, is that as a show that anchors itself, and luckily it does actually move away from this, so maybe it's not a problem, but its pilot sets up a center, will they, won't they, that its first season really explores, and its subsequent seasons occasionally come back and forth to. If community has an issue anywhere, it's that it's never really clear if we're dropping the central conceit of will they, won't they, as like the driving force of the show. Because sometimes it's not there at all. And then sometimes there are moments in seasons where it's like the show's been building towards this decision of will these two characters be together? And it's so oddly inconsistent that I don't think it, if, if, if it wants to be, if the show wants, mm-hmm. will they, won't they, to be the final question, it does a, it does a bad job of you, like, pushing us through the show. Like, there are, there are shows that do that better, right? There are shows that have a core couple that you are rooting for. Um, community doesn't really have that. It sometimes plays the will they, won't they. It sometimes plays the love triangle um, and even in, up until the finale, it's still trying to play will they, won't they, and trying to decide. And it's like the room never decided. The show never made up its mind. So it, it didn't even know really who it wanted as endgame. I, uh, I agree with pretty much all of that. Watching... The first season with you guys and hearing you guys talk about, ooh, this ship and ooh, that ship, I was like, I don't see it. And I kept waiting to see it. And it took, like, an episode that was about that couple for mm-hmm. me to see it. Mm-hmm. Episodes that were not specifically about Jeff and Britta or specifically about uh, Britta and Troy. I was, like, I, see, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't see. Yeah. I was like, I don't see the ship. It's like... The show gets busy with other stuff. It does, yeah. And then they're like, oh, shit. When's the last time we had... <laughs> we talked about the ships at all. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> write, write us a ship episode real quick. Yeah. 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 And, Which it, is, yeah. and it will keep doing that up till the finale. Where even the finale is like, oh, right. Ships. <laughs> yes. There was... <laughs> it's like the finale was like at a table and somebody went, oh, my God. Did y'all do the ship homework? Oh, no. Wait. Did anyone do it? Did you do it? Okay, everybody, pick a problem. And we all just did, they turned it in that morning. Yeah. The, the only time where 
because there was a there was a moment during our podcast where we had to pause and you guys were like this ship is valid don't tell people their ship isn't real i mean we didn't say you couldn't tell it wasn't real we just said not to trash on it because the same it's a thing. pretty popular Tricidia, if i'm going to thing. speak i'm going to speak truth <laughs> so there was there was one that one scene where they're all around the table like looking around at each other like oh yeah we're adults. We can have sex with whoever we want. That that scene, I was like, oh, you wanted me to think this the whole time? You wanted me to think that anyone at this table could have gotten together? No, you did not put in the work for me to think that. Mm-mm. <laughs> so why do you think fans love this show so much like and maybe that's like personally what what do you love about this show and why do you think you know it's 10 years later and we're still making podcasts and stuff there are some shows that are really easy to watch and maybe really love while you're watching them and forget um there are shows that you might really enjoy, but whenever their cancellation is threatened, you don't feel impassioned to get entirely three and four different organizations. Um, you don't think impassionately about getting three or four different like drives going on. Like, we're going to send goatees, and we're going to do this hashtag, and we're going to do so much. So for one, I think that its uniqueness and its ability to make people its ability to make people want to see what comes next because we would never know what comes next because it doesn't follow a formula um so we need you to keep writing the show because if you don't write the show we don't know what happens because i can't guess um i think that that's part of it because we don't get many shows like that. We don't get many shows like that, especially comedies. I, I love comedies. Um, I joke that I'm a weird plethora of 1960s, 70s, and 80s sitcom knowledge that is probably useless in most life. It's useless. Except for trivia. Um, <laughs> but most, with all of that knowledge, most of them come, most of them go, and most of them can blend in with another. It's really hard for community to blend in. Um, and I think when you see something that's special, and you see something that you then see a group of characters that you might see parts of yourself in, um, you want to keep watching, and you want to keep, you want to sometimes go out and read fan fiction about or write fan fiction about or start a podcast about because you just want a reason to sit around the table and talk about community um and we couldn't do that if it followed a regular formula and so i think i think that's why it's so why fans attach to it so much is it feels special and it feels like something that is one of a kind. I think it's one of the best versions of the group of lovable misfits trope in TV history. It's a school 
full of lovable misfits. It's a school full of people who are trying to figure this shit out. And that's all of us. I think everybody who loves community has at some point been the lovable misfit trying to get restarted, trying to figure it out. And we're still talking about it today because it resonates. Like You connect so much to Britta, right? Um, Alex, you said Dungeons and... like. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons connects to you on an emotional level, helps you on an emotional level. That kind of stuff is incredibly unique. We watch a lot of television, and we love a lot of television, but we don't go back to everything we watch because it doesn't all define us. And I think the people who have kept community going, the people who kept community going when it was on the chopping block. The people who kept community going when it was on the chopping block, I think all of us find ourselves at Greendale in some way, in some form, emotionally. We are at Greendale. We needed it. There's a great line about it in the episode that in one of the episodes that like without Greendale, everyone needs a place. Everyone needs a place to restart. Greendale did it for everybody. And I think that's why people keep watching it, because Greendale keeps doing it for everybody. It keeps being that place you can go to to find yourself because there's an episode about you out there, whatever kind of weirdo you are. I can I don't know why other people like it, but I can tell you why I like it. Um, I like the, the the basic premise of it. Community college is supposed to be this blip that you get through so that you can get to whatever college you want you actually wanted to go to, right? Or you speed through it so you can get you can launch straight into the career that you want. And this show is about slowing down this thing that a lot of people think are think is lame and showing a bunch of people who sort of kind of don't really want to be there um like just them slowing down and finding adventures in this place where they were only supposed to chill for like two years Hmm. and then watching the the hijinks get bigger and bigger. Um, watching them avoid jumping the shark, like the 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 premise of the show itself is like gold, um, and the execution is like damn near flawless. No, that's great. It's just been fascinating to go through this uh, and listen to you guys all talk because you all have. Uh, different perspectives just as people obviously but you know as viewers you're just you know and how you've all watched you know uh, michael's watched all of them and uh, jillian you you still haven't didn't get to see season six yet see season six Um, now yeah so i'm just getting my head wrapped around you know how it's all incomplete but you know it's how it's all going to come together for you guys so I, i just I'm really thankful for uh, having this opportunity to to talk with you guys and um, have you on 
I just want to say thank you so much for uh, welcome to Greendale, uh, Michael, Sadia, Jillian. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was a p- pleasure. I hope you guys had fun. I had a lot of fun. Had thank you. Tons of fun. Thanks, Alex. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs>